deleted the dating apps like so long ago. I'm, I'm just I'm, <laughs> I just can't do it anymore. I can't. I'm keep, exhausted. I can't keep getting to know people. <laughs> I have no more capacity. I'm full. Yeah. And I'm not like buying any more room, like any more storage. <laughs> this is it. I just feel three more of you. I've already I've already lowered the number a second ago. It was five. Now it's three because I've realized no, I actually think I'll be tired still. You can take a break and get back at it when you want to. Mm. <laughs> it's just so tiring. It's I feel like it's it hasn't it hasn't it's things have changed so much for like like the apps and online dating. I feel like since I started, <laughs> I also feel like an old person, so like talking this way, like back in my day, but at the same time, it's online dating. Like the internet has just changed so much in 10 yeah. years. And it ha- I haven't actually, oh, I shouldn't say that. What? I don't want to talk about how long I've been online dating. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how long have you? I, th- I think I don't want to figure it out <laughs> is what I was about to do. <laughs> All right. So for your safety and sanity. Yeah. I mean, I will we'll still. Just on. <laughs> I'll at least divulge like when I started online dating, like my first <laughs> dating profile oh, no. was, I think, Zeus. <laughs> Look, I'll be honest. When I made mine, I mean, I want to say probably I started with Omegle. That's going to be where I started. Oh, sure. With that weird shit. That should have been Is supervised way better. a dating app? Depends on how you look at it, because I, fr- well, I, I friend- think you made a dating listen, app if you try hard enough. Listen, <laughs> listen, first off, before I start, that should have been supervised way better. Absolutely. Way Still should. better. To this Still day, exists. so much bad stuff happens on there. Yeah. But I made friends with this 15-year-old kid in, like, Brazil who I was like, we should fall in love. <laughs> and so that was very real and serious for me. And we did friend each other and he was so beautiful. And I've like kept up with his life still. Um, he's happy. Good for him. Good for him. Um, I don't know. It's rare these met. days. Yeah. Uh, I can't say the same. Um, I'm glad my ex is doing better than I am. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's that weird shit too that like, if you still have people's phone numbers and stuff in your phone and then on new social media, all the ag- algorithms and stuff for like finding people to connect with, it's like from contacts and it's like Those are some so funny guy to I me. talked to years ago. Those are hilarious <laughs> I'm to like, me. Shit, I still have his number. Also, why are you showing me this? This is triggering. <laughs> yes. It's but it's so funny because I used to just put people in my phone as descriptions and a lot of times I would meet people at parties and so I've and I still have those are like saved in my phone so people on like Instagram will pop up and it'll be like how do I know them and I'll look in my phone and it'll be like weird girl from Delta Chi or girl crying in bathroom or don't talk to this guy again don't pick up <laughs> and I'm like oh my fucking god you what got you the, to? you got the job I remember that and I'm glad you left him, Delta Chi girl. <laughs> I never liked him anyway. No. But you know that is the highlight of social media. I do like I do like seeing some of that too. The dating can fuck itself. Yeah. It's just not my style. It never has been because I'm also like really afraid of people at the same time of like dying. Yeah. <laughs> also, 
So sorry, everybody. Uh, we're <laughs> sounding very negative today. <laughs> we're in good moods. <laughs> I'm also still kind of getting over being sick. If you saw the, if you saw our social media, you know. But <laughs> I, I apologize that it's been a while. But um, I was sick. So she goes to one <laughs> wedding and she's down for a week and a half. <laughs> My voice was so hoarse for two days after, and I thought I was still, no, three days. Yeah. I thought I was still just recovering from the wedding, and then it turned into, like, scientist stuff. I was like, oh, wait, I'm actually sick. (laughs) One might ask, what the fuck went down at the wedding? (laughs) A week later, I have, like, a fever of 101.7. She's been been limping, too. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah, it was a great wedding. She'll get the she'll get her hearing back in her left ear any day now. The doc says any day. I kicked my sinus infection though, yeah. so Woo! so we're back, baby, <laughs> and we missed you all. We did. Thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for being patient with us. And in case this is your first time listening to us, I'm Bree. I'm Abby, and we are your rent free roommates. Welcome. Happy to have you. Hope you come back. Um, we are, you know, right there with you, just trying to get through. (laughs) (laughs) That's the vibe for today, in case you couldn't tell from the way we started talking. (laughs) We're just trying to get through. Where are you at mentally? Us too. (laughs) Oh, you know, I'm up, you know, I'm up. It was a good day. It was a good day today. You know? I'm here. We're here. (laughs) This might be a tough one for you guys to get through. I hope I'm not absolute torture to listen to this episode. (laughs) But you can let us know in the comments if she was. (laughs) Roast Brie. (laughs) Funniest comment wins. (laughs) You really know. Fucking gross listening to you. (laughs) (laughs) You should have taken another week off. Who even gets a sinus infection? LOL. <laughs> hashtag old. Hashtag can't party. <laughs> but anyway, if this was anybody's first time tuning in, Bree and I are your rent-free roommates, and we love to hear everything that's going on in your life, from the good, the bad, the ugly, mm-hmm. everything in between. <laughs> Tell us about it all. The sad, the pathetic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nobody can empathize better than us. <laughs> Sad to say that I was kind of boasting about that. But anyway, you can email us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. And if you're not quite ready to spill all the tea to us, how about you just follow us on social media? We'll accept that as well until you get comfortable, babe. A like, a comment, a subscribe if you want to come on back. A share? No, when we actually come back. (laughs) (laughs) We'll keep you on your toes. And really, because we're so inconsistent, you should really just follow us on social media. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Social media and subscribe. That way you won't miss it. <laughs> yeah. Or just check in with us. Yeah, keep tabs. Remind us. <laughs> Remind us. Hey, shouldn't you guys have posted today? Fuck. What are you guys doing? Fuck. <laughs> Who's sick now? <laughs> it's going to be Brie. It's going to be Brie. <laughs> it's not going to be me. But one thing about me is I don't get sick. You were just sick. No. I was sick four months ago. That was not four months ago. November. Yeah. It's January. I know. <laughs> I was just like hoping you weren't going to do the math. 
<laughs> so that's on me a little bit. To be fair, I didn't. I just said the month. <laughs> but here's the thing. I feel like it was way in the beginning of November. So in my mind, that's three. So basically four. <laughs> so I haven't, been sick. I haven't been sick for six years. I wish whoever does my paychecks thought the way you do. <laughs> I wish you were a fucking accountant, man. <laughs> I'd be fucking rich. We'd all be so rich and I would be in jail. Because uh, there's no way I should have been an accountant in the first place. So I committed fraud somewhere along the way. You're fudging that resume just like uh <laughs> just like Milo from below deck. And oh my god, if she sees this, I mean, girl. Teach me how to lie on a resume. Yeah. Your ratatouille picture was really convincing. How did you get a chef job on a super yacht? We'll never know, and I think it should be studied at colleges. <laughs> Leave some comments if you love Velo Deck. We love Velo Deck. <laughs> Please. Uh, I will talk your ear off. Let Brie and Devin have a break. They are held a little bit hostage with it. I enjoy it. It is my life. <laughs> I'm, I just love the tea. On the sea. What's better? Have but they you, used that yet? You got no. Marketing for uh, trademarked right here, Abby Carlson. Um, <laughs> I need the money, so you cannot have this unless you pay me. Hello, bravo. <laughs> Do I have a deal for you? <laughs> but you know whose tea I love more? Yours. Mm -hmm. The listeners. <laughs> the roomies. <laughs> the writers. <laughs> the writers of our show. <laughs> the ones who are letting us talk to them today. Mm -hmm. And we so appreciate you. We do. And we love you. Because honestly, <laughs> both of these stories are intensely unique in their own ways yeah. I feel like very much so like I feel like they go zero to 60 so fast yeah so yeah. now that we really amped it up let's uh, <laughs> we'll get into it yeah. <laughs> buckle up now you want to hear <laughs> well I'm just like well I, I'm like don't you have somewhere to be <laughs> Why are we? I think and, you need to get somewhere. And then you know what would all, but you know what would also make me mad is like she would be so fucking shocked when Swiper would steal her shit when she would and like clearly you had to say it x amount of times before. How this is always a surprise, and I get it. It's a kid show. Don't. But me as a kid, I'm so like don't I? I don't have the time for it, and so. She always, oh, she always waited until he was like inches from her, and she was like, "Say swiper," and then she's like mid saying it, and he takes her shit, and then we have a whole side adventure, and I just I didn't like it, and I'm just wondering if that said something about me as a person. I did like when swiper actually swiped things because I felt like she deserved it at that point. I'm like, you've been doing this for how long, and he's clearly a menace. No. Mine was more Blue's Clues, which I loved because we love Steve. I liked Blue's Clues and. I wouldn't talk back to the screen all the time. Sometimes I was like kind of embarrassed, even though I'm alone. But I was like, this is weird. I had far more patience for Steve than for Dora. Probably does say something about you and I. <laughs> I realized at a very young age, I hated repeating myself. And I hated like when shit got out of pocket when it didn't need to be. Like we could have easily dealt with Swiper so many different times. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Now onto a very different topic. <laughs> From Dora to dating. <laughs> Day and night. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Casual first date knew way too much personal information about me and my family. 
first date for drinks at a bar off a dating app. She lived a few hours away. Oh, she lived a few hours away. So it was casual encounter. (laughs) Okay. okay. (laughs) Halfway, she lists off a ton of personal info about me, where I'm from, my family, their occupations, companies, criminal records, bankruptcies, etc. Said the background check was mainly for safety. The date went decent, went back to hers, and I even crashed for the night. I played it off, but it bothered me. I understand a woman's need to vet the man they're, in parentheses, casually dating, but felt like my privacy was violated, especially with having so much information about my family and I. How would you feel? (laughs) First off, wow, don't you just hate the internet in that regard too? Like hate and love it? (laughs) It's really scary how much people can find out about you. Yeah. And it's really unnerving because just me, myself, not to sound crazy, but like I've looked people up too, mm-hmm. and not gone as deep as she has, but like just knowing that, that, that it is there and the possibilities yeah. is creepy. Well, and I appreciate that he does call that out, that yeah. like he, the writer, you know, understands that like this is, this is a normal thing that is done. It's like, that's not the crazy part that she did the background check. Yeah. It's that she told him everything that she learned from it. Um, But so I do appreciate that because that is an unfortunate like reality that people who are dating have to deal with. And some people do go through with that. And you know, what's interesting. I wonder, do you think she listed all that? Because I wonder how quickly in the date she said it, because maybe she was scared and was like, I know all this stuff about you, by the way. So like, just in case you're trying to try anything. Maybe. I wonder. Like, but like, I don't know. Cause it's like, if you want something to go well, would you want to do that right away? Right. Or would you want to keep that in your back pocket in case shit starts going south and being like, oh, you want to play? Yeah. No, I know. Just know I know X, Y, and Z about you. And so does my mother, my sister, my brother. <laughs> you know, that's what I would do. I wouldn't play all my cards right away. Well, exactly. Like, that's that's the weirdest part about this and why it's understandable that the writer felt uncomfortable that like hearing all of this stuff told to him mm-hmm. about his own life and family that especially that it's stuff outside of just him yeah that does bankruptcies. make bankruptcies like it's <laughs> it's just very your uncle can't invest for shit <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, what if she told him something that he didn't even know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Did you know you're adopted? Oh Fuck. God. Fuck. Oh, no. Oh, my God. The date <laughs> is ruined. Um, they're not going to call you, but they may hire you as a PI. <laughs> but, yes, like, it does... It does speak a lot to how much information is so readily available yes. on the internet. And... I guess we have to be careful about that in some ways, but also on the side of like trying to be safe, it is helpful. But I almost do want to just like talk to this girl and be like, because it it is creepy a little bit. I think (laughs) they're doing too much with that. I want to know the reasoning for telling him all these things. Because I guess it's an unwritten rule. It's like, yes, you do the background check, but you don't tell him everything you learn. <laughs> it would be great to know from the writer how she approached all of this information. Like, did she just give a random, like, info spout, like, just out of nowhere? Or did it come up casually throughout the night and you just started ticking it? Right. 
I'm just curious just how she approached providing you with all of that information. Yeah. Because if she just started listing it, I would be far more, just in general. Yeah. It's Or if she started asking questions about some of the things that she learned. Like, yeah. I wish I could have watched this date. (laughs) It would be a great one to watch from like a booth. Yeah. Like a fly on the wall for sure. Yeah. I, cause I do just want to know like the motive behind it. (laughs) I don't know why it's an unwritten rule, but I guess for this reason, because while it is a good thing to do for yourself for safety, it also, the person knowing that it just kind of, I guess, takes away any of the potential like spark or romance. (laughs) Like it makes it too clinical. It does a little bit. (laughs) It's like, oh, you already know all of this very personal stuff about me it's hard for me to open up now because you just if you want to know something you're just gonna look for it yeah it's a little bit of an invasion of privacy in that regard too Mm -hmm. because it's just like if you want to know something you should ask me Mm -hmm. and want to ask me so and it's hard to be especially the family stuff yeah and yeah that those are the ones where i'm like that's really strange why would you bring that up and then like bankruptcies that's just like I know we were making jokes about it but I I would feel really uncomfortable myself if anybody said that to me like even a a girl on the street I would just be like why do you feel the need to have that info know that info let alone tell me it right it's just really like just like what are you trying to get out of me with that and I I think it really should only be like just make sure that you're especially now you heard me while I was reading like I didn't realize the first time I read this through that she came from a few hours away yeah that doesn't feel casual to me. I'm not going a few hours no, away from anything casual. No. Yeah. And yeah. I just realized that. Like what? So that just makes me question then the conversations ahead of this. How upfront were they with each other and honest that this is casual? And not that, like, how long have you guys been talking? Why was she so willing to go a few hours away right. for just drinks? Yeah. Maybe we're just... So, I... I Maybe we're just lazy. <laughs> maybe that's why we're single, because we're not willing to no. travel three hours. Maybe we, maybe we don't want it enough. I love. don't think there's any drinks three hours away <laughs> that I can't get right here. <laughs> and I've yet to meet somebody worth that. <laughs> but I'm just saying... I just feel like nobody wants to date anymore. <laughs> I'm just, I just feel like you need to get up off your ass and date. I'm just fucking date. <laughs> That's so true. Anyway, um, no, I agree. I, I would think that, one, if you're driving three hours to meet somebody, you've been talking to them for at least a couple of weeks and wouldn't be so hasty to make that decision. Yeah. And if you are... Maybe that's the only way I could understand you dropping that info. But then also I want to condemn you for doing that because then you obviously don't feel safe. I don't know. It's just like, it's so devil's advocate here. Yeah. um, Well, I mean, the fact that she was going a few hours away from wherever she's from makes even even more sense than it already did that she did a background check. Because if I'm going to go a few hours away, I'm going to make sure that I know a little bit more about mm-hmm. this person and know that I'm not getting myself into a dangerous situation. But uh, I, yeah, I guess I just, I have more questions than I thought I did. Because <laughs> I'm like, whoa, I didn't, I kind of missed some details here where I'm like, wow, that's, 
it's just different for me. And maybe it's, I actually, I don't know where the writer is from. I don't know where his date is from. So um, maybe, maybe that's more of a typical thing or people are more willing to do that when you don't live like in a city? Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is just so close for us that I like don't have to go that far. And even going back home, it's like, it's less than an hour away. So, and that feels so far away. Like I, w- I would never date somebody in the suburbs. I mean, I've done like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, and I don't think I have that level of <laughs> I feel like even that, I'm like, I have to already be committed to you to go that far out of my yeah. way. Like if we started dating in the city and then you had something that like brought you an hour and a half away and we were already deep into it, then I'll, then I'll commit to that. But I'm not going to start dating somebody that's that far away. But that's my own personal preference. I, like, <laughs> I would, so here's my hot take at the moment (laughs) okay (laughs) from my perspective it sounds like she's driving three hours away Mm -hmm. or at least willing to talk to somebody three hours away regardless she's making some sort of possible commitment with that the both of you are Mm -hmm. so she's got interest and if i'm going to see you in general no matter who you are as a person i'm looking into you in some way or the other Mm -hmm. uh because i don't fucking know you not yet my only hang up with the situation is the approach of it all and that's what i want to know like right. how did she tell you that information because i if, if she just like dropped all of that on you i think that's creepy and that's weird and it's a little disappointing because i would just i don't know i would be really turned off as well yeah i would be really turned off i would be like okay i would be freaked out yeah i would too and i would just probably have more questions and ask why did you feel the need to tell me all that yeah what were you hoping to get? It's just, it's just weird. And I think it kind of blows the connection and I would never, and again, in my opinion too, which I find interesting is unless she, unless I felt unsafe, I probably wouldn't reveal the super detailed information unless I was trying to also intimidate them and make them know that I know just as much about them and that this isn't going to work out how they think it is. Right. It's like the verbal version of like staring a person in the eyes. Exactly. Passing on the street. So that's what I'm curious too. You saw their face. So that's what I want to know because it's like, if she did that out of fear, then I'm like, shame on you, my man. Maybe that's something on you. And, you know, that'd be that'd be an interesting thing to know. But if she was just like, this is what I know about you, I would be like, wow. Yeah. I or if that's how she was choosing to make conversation, which then makes me want like to this girl that went on the date with the writer makes me want to be like, did you did you intend to come off as creepy. Was this a defense mechanism? Did you intend to kind of put a little fear in him? And then yeah. like, so like, why? Because it's valid if you felt something that you felt like you needed, like if it was defensive. But then if you if you didn't intend to come off this way, girl, this is how you're coming off. Yeah, I would like, also, <laughs> I would also want to know if the writer, if they talked to the girl afterwards or if they addressed how they felt. Mm-hmm. about that like did they let the girl know who they were on a date with that right. yeah you know that's a little creepy that you just told me that can i ask why that's fair too mm-hmm. i mean at the very least if somebody was saying that shit to me i'd be like why are you about to murder me <laughs> no <laughs> truly on on either end who no matter who you are you're allowed to i'd be like so, you know let it be known when you're uncomfortable <laughs> very much so but if somebody was like 
So your family lost the house in 2009. And like, I would be like, excuse me. (laughs) I'd be like, why do you know that? Like, what are you trying to do with that info? Why'd you tell me that? Yeah. So, I mean, I would react the same way. So I would want to know why. So, I I mean, that's what I'm curious. I'm like, did you ask that person why they want, why they felt the need to share that with you? I mean, and to, to the writer, no, it's not weird that you you felt weird. Yeah, and about I feel it. like I sound like I'm not on your side, and I'm like really mad at you. <laughs> and I'm not. I swear. Like I, I think what you feel is genuine as well. Yeah. No, that's totally valid. And I also would have felt very odd, and it definitely would have turned me off. I mean, even like you said in in what you wrote, un- totally understand the reason for a yeah. background check, and that's. That's mm-hmm. also totally valid. It's just, yeah, the whole, it's just like a It's just it's the social, overshare. It's the overshare yeah. is the part that makes it It's a social awareness now. thing of like, yeah. you don't divulge that information to the person. Yeah, like what, like, you know, like what else do you know about me? What else have you looked into? And then it goes, again, it goes on that whole invasion of privacy thing too. Mm-hmm. Is it's like, is anything about me going to be a secret with you if I want it to be like private? Right. Well, even I think it does go back into if you're telling me all of this private stuff about me, now I am closed off. So it really is kind of your shooting. Yeah, you're shooting yourself in the foot for that person opening up to you. Yeah. And that's such a big part of dating is like letting yourself be vulnerable. So in it's almost like <laughs> this might not be the best way to think about it for this girl, but like if you're doing the background checks and if you go that far into it, I do kind of feel like you don't need to know all of that information. Just make sure you're safe. Um, but if you do get curious and you happen to find out all of this other information, you know, if Send you it to have your friends, <laughs> well, yeah, like that's the whole safety thing, but also just like, you don't tell them that because if this does go further and they start like maybe you forget about some of that stuff you learned and then this person that you're dating tells you about that more personal stuff that's a good sign then they're yeah. opening up to you and yeah. they're telling you about that stuff that's like oh shit yeah i like found out all, all that stuff oh and then you. you'll and then but like also you'll know if you're getting scammed or not too. <laughs> but yeah it just i think maybe that's why it's an unwritten rule and it's just like not a it's kind of uncouth to do that of just like divulging all of this private information that you did in this background check because now you're not allowing the other person to open up to you and you're you're shutting you're building a wall for them that you you shouldn't be putting up (laughs) if you're really trying to get into like a relationship or even just date in general. Yeah. And I think it would be shocking as well to hear all of that info about you. Because, I, I mean, to your point, Brie, that is, like, why would you tell me all of that? Yeah. I'm so concerned why you felt that was okay. But, again, it just completely, it takes a lot of the mystery out of dating, too. Yeah. Like, why are you here if you're already trying to, like, know all of this about me? Like, right. learn that. Yeah. Just leave something Leave something to the imagination and leave something to talk about mm-hmm. on the actual date. If you've found everything out, then where do we, yeah, where do we go from here? Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 part of me thinks that she did kind of like info drop because it wasn't like it was said throughout the date. She said this, but he was like, she listed, like said all of this to me. Yeah, yeah, that does make it weird, which makes it, it's like, was it a nervous thing where she just kind of, it was like word vomit? 
or was she feeling unsafe and then she just kind yeah. of like defensively was like this 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 i know all of this about you <laughs> yeah and when she said it too yeah that's what i need to know <laughs> we, it's very interesting yeah it's a it's an odd thing and like we said we don't fault you for being uncomfortable and feeling uncomfortable i would have been too it's just also strange and i just think maybe you two just shouldn't talk <laughs> I have a feeling that's not happening anymore. <laughs> I think that was the first and last date. <laughs> Maybe like date closer to home. <laughs> date closer to home. Um, that's to both of you. <laughs> like, girl, don't go three hours away for drinks. No. <laughs> There's got to be more out there, unless you're like from Alaska. <laughs> I, God, that There's would be like awful. A, I so would many not people there. Live in Alaska. <laughs> Sorry. But if you're from Alaska, oh, you're I'm great. S- yeah, sorry to all of that. I, it's like I felt like that Kevin Hart meme there <laughs> when he tells him his age. He's like, "Damn!" <laughs> That's how I felt. My feelings, Alaska, just slipped. It's just because you have so much nighttime. <laughs> but thank you. Oh my God! Spoiler alert: We find out you're writing from Alaska. <laughs> ah! And you're like, no, Abby, I think you did hate me. <laughs> I don't. And if you're from Alaska, you're cool. <laughs> Thank you for letting us talk about it. <laughs> talk about your situation. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> and wish you all the best of luck for uh, future dates. <laughs> I do too. And I, if you don't mind, please let us know if you asked her any further questions on why she wanted to know that. Yeah. I want to know now just for my own well-being. Yeah. I need to know. I need this story to be finished for my sake. Yeah. So please feel we free won't to be follow. Strangers. Up. Yes, follow up with us. We'll follow up. Our people will call your people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I fucking love Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne. That's all it is. Oh. No, I just want to be them. They're just so iconic to me. But did you, did you grow up watching the Osbournes? Mm-hmm. How could you not? My that, dad did too. Like altered my brain chemistry. <laughs> he didn't grow up watching the Osbournes, but he did watch the Osbournes. <laughs> he grew up watching Ozzy <laughs> he, yeah. when he was still playing. That is true. Yeah. He, my dad loved cool. Black Sabbath. <laughs> did he ever see them? I think so, yeah. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. No, he didn't. Like that TikTok. <laughs> Shut up. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but knowing my dad... <laughs> Like, when I found that stuff out as a kid, I was like, what? It really was. It was that, where I was like, no, no. That's so cool. You didn't like Black Sabbath. That's so cool, though. There's no way. It was a very different side to him. We love Ozzy. We love Sharon. You guys should listen to our podcast. (laughs) So, with that being said, here we go. Should I cut contact with my extended family? My extended family has recently done something that makes me want to cut contact with them, but I don't know if I'm overreacting or not. Some background information. I'm 16 and have a rare condition that affects my digestive system, so I can't eat a lot of foods. Cinnamon is a big one. It can get me hospitalized and or killed. About a week ago, we had to go visit my grandparents for dinner. Everything seemed to go fine until the next day. I woke up with a lot of pain and my whole face had swollen, throat too, so I was struggling to breathe. I ended up getting hospitalized. Turns out my grandparents added a lot of cinnamon to the dessert we had. 
I'm really upset about this because I've been diagnosed for two years and they should have known already, but because it's not classed as an allergy, they don't see it as valid. I want to cut contact because I cannot risk this happening again because I might not get lucky this time, but I'm unsure if I'm overreacting and if I should give them a second chance because they are family. That is difficult. I mean, that's... Give yourself a minute. That 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 is so tough. There's so many things I initially wanted to write down as just questions. Yeah. Because this is a really difficult thing to navigate. Because you have to wonder, I mean, how did the cinnamon get in there? And why did it slip people's minds is my biggest thing. Because at least with my family, if somebody has a certain, like, food... Like intolerance mm-hmm. or an issue with certain food that's having, there is something made and it's known what they can and can't have. So it's really interesting to me that cinnamon got put in there and the fact that the writer didn't know about it. And that's what really irritates me about this because somebody dropped the ball somewhere. Yeah. My first question is why is it not, or how is it not an allergy? That is a very extreme reaction for that to not be an allergy. Yeah. Um, so is it just family not calling it an allergy? Right. Or is medically like, is this not actually an allergy? Which doesn't make any sense to me. It sounds like a very serious allergy. It's a reaction to a food you're eating. Yeah. So. That's very serious and literally life-threatening. Well, they said it's a digestive thing that they have. But, I mean, her throat was Yeah, I know. And her face swole. Like, that's that's very serious. And you were hospitalized. I I hope that... <laughs> did did this this extended family see witness that reaction? Like, did you stay? W- were you, like, staying at the grandparents? Or I hope that... I just hope that this is a learning experience for the grandparents. Because... If you have some kind of opinion about dietary things, I mean, it's really, it's not okay. You really, you can't, you, you, that's literally something you can't just force on another person. You can't just decide, you know, when it's literally a medical, like a a medical issue that is going to send this person to the hospital, this, your, I mean, your granddaughter. Yeah. So... I hope that they learned from this experience if they were treating this as just something they had an opinion about that they didn't think it was that big a deal. Clearly, very big deal. <laughs> so to our writer, feeling upset about this, you have every right to be upset. My other question, I guess, is, I like, do did they know? Did like Were they aware? I know that you said that you've had this or been diagnosed for two years Mm -hmm. I believe and they should have known by now you know does your does your family talk (laughs) like what how how's that communication (laughs) yeah because is there is there a small possibility that they somehow did not know about this um I don't think that's the case you know I think that they probably did know um and then I guess very maybe kind of unfairly how old are they? Did they forget? Not that it makes it okay. Clearly, this is uh, this is dangerous. Correct. Yeah. But you know, is there the possibility that this was an accident? That it wasn't just them yeah. being stubborn, right? 
and being like, well, I want cinnamon. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Those are all good questions to ask. And my question too, I think the best way to understand how you should approach the situation moving forward is we need to first and foremost, inform your grandparents what happened and Absolutely. what the result of this was, because that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And depending on how their reaction is to it, I think we'll tell you everything that you need to know. Uh, And that's what, where it comes back to, like, this is what's so important to me is their reaction to this. I think we'll tell you what you need to know. And then if it is negative, I think back to what I was saying earlier about our discussions about, you know, family and like what it means is if that, then that's not family. Right. If they knew about this and willingly put your life at risk because they didn't want to like follow what you were diagnosed with because they don't believe in it or back it, then that's fucked and that's not their place. And that's not a good person to be around in general. So fuck that. But if that was something where it could have just been an easy miscommunication and they show genuine like empathy Mm -hmm. and are apologetic and concern and like moving forward, it's not going to be an issue. Then yeah, I think it's totally worth seeing the change that could potentially come to this Right. I think it's all about the next conversation that happens here. Yeah. And I would, I also just like, if they gaslight you and aren't validating you, then that's really important to acknowledge there too, because Bree's correct. You're more than, you are within your right to be upset. You were hospitalized. That is no fucking like laughing matter or nothing right. to take light. Yeah. That's crazy. Your life was at risk and that needs to be taken seriously. So how are we going to talk about this? How are we going to deal with this? Right. If it's poorly, then then that's why it's important and I'm happy that we have people that, you know, we can be a voice of reason for too. Because at that age, you know, you don't always have somebody to talk about things with. Mm -hmm. And it's important to get different perspectives too, especially if you don't have that outlet. Because you don't know if you're being like biased or this way or that. So that's why I'm like, this conversation needs to be addressed now. Yeah. And I think that part of the conversation should even be it shouldn't take a medical emergency right. for that's your unfortunate. wishes to be respected. And that's that's a little concerning for me, too. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry that you ha- that it took that, yeah. if, if anything. That's crazy, too. And that should also be addressed. Yeah. If it is genuine, apologetic, like, that you get from them. Mm-hmm. It also needs to be talked about that, like, moving forward, if I tell you something, know that I'm telling you that. And, it, right. and, and it's not going to get to this point again. Yeah. And that's, yeah, because that's, that goes for anything, any part of your life where, like, if there is anything that you, and uh, any part of your life to anyone in your life, mm-hmm. if you have a wish, or whether it's literally absolutely necessary for medical reasons or comfort or whatever, you know, whatever the boundary is that you're setting, if you have asked and you've made it clear that this is Mm -hmm. the situation for you and that's not being respected, then that's where you lose the trust in that person. And that's where, like, like you said, going back to the other, like the other episodes when we talked about it, that's when it needs to be earned. Yeah. And that's when that, that person maybe kind of loses that title of family. Mm -hmm. And cause that is something, obviously something that needs to be thought of seriously and you don't want to jump into it, but you also don't want to hurt yourself too many times before you're making a, a big decision and just kind of that declaration of like, I'm cutting ties. Um, Cause that is something 
that is a right you have to exercise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you absolutely, if you are in danger or if you are just not being respected while you're trying to respect these other people, mm-hmm. then that's not a good relationship. And that's, and I think all of that to say, when you said, should I give them another chance because they're family? Maybe that's not the best way to think about it. No, it's not. That's the absolute incorrect way. Because then I feel like that puts you in a position to always use that argument. And fam- just because they're family is not the reason why you should do something. Right. It's do you give them another chance because they love you and care about you. Exactly. I Yeah. And I was going to say basically the same of do you give them another chance because you love them. And because this is somebody that you want to work yeah. to keep in your life. But if you do, if you are working to keep them in your life and they're not, they don't reciprocate that, that's when you absolutely question it, you know? Mm-hmm. And if, if you should cut those ties. Because yeah. if mm-hmm. it's hurting you or if it's just detrimental to you, that's not something that someone that you have to keep in your life. Yeah. And maybe potentially that's why the question of age is a good question here because maybe it's not that extreme and they're just incredibly forgetful people. I don't want to give that excuse because we obviously don't have that answer, but then they're obviously not in charge of desserts moving forward. Yeah. And a discussion there. But also if it's something where you do end up giving another chance, then absolutely make sure those boundaries are loud and fucking clear moving forward. Yeah. And next time there's events, be very distinct about like what's in what. Yeah. It, this is obviously just, and that's the thing that kind of upsets me here is it's just like boundaries and things should be taken seriously no matter like your opinion on them. Right. And, but like it's unfortunate, but now you have to be so much more clear moving forward to yeah. avoid that. And that would also be an important factor here is how they approach that moving forward as well. Yeah. And if you don't feel that love and security, then I think those are your answers. Yeah. And the, the not fun part of this is that it is something that is your responsibility. And maybe you did ask before you had the dessert, if it had cinnamon in it and they were like, they were pretty sure it didn't, or they were like, no, I don't think so. Or they even said, no, I guess you just have to, it's kind of learning on on your side too, where it's like, you have to know for sure. And if you don't know for sure, like they don't have proof that it doesn't have cinnamon in it or you don't have somebody else taste it. Did you not and taste the cinnamon? Who knows? I mean, I have half my taste right now, half my scent and taste right now. So, I mean, there's a good chance that <laughs> she didn't taste it. But um, it is just like it is one of those unfortunate responsibilities that you have because it is very important to your health and safety. Like I have a cousin who has a very, very serious Uh, peanut allergy Mm -hmm. and she always has a pen with her and has to ask everywhere when we're going out and stuff like that she asks and she's become it was uncomfortable at first and probably you feel like a burden but you don't feel like a burden because it's very very serious Mm -hmm. to your health and safety so it's just a normal thing now and she asks everywhere like to the extent that she needs to um and as a backup has that pen so i don't know if um an EpiPen is something that can help you with this. And I know that they're, it's not cheap either. Unfortunately, this thing that can literally save your life. Um, (laughs) But just like those precautions that need to be put in place that Mm -hmm. it is a little bit your responsibility too, but I'm not saying that to be like, 
you didn't ask because you very well may have. You just didn't mention it in the story. I don't know if you did or not. But, yeah, it's just one of those annoying things where you have to make sure, and especially somebody that has already shown that, like, (laughs) maybe they didn't listen or maybe they accidentally put the cinnamon in there. (laughs) You have to really, really make sure with these people now (laughs) and just with anybody in that situation. So, um I, you know, we totally understand where you're coming from and you are absolutely valid in being upset and being hurt, especially I can't imagine being hospitalized from a family member. Mm -hmm. And there's definitely questions and a conversation that needs to be had when you're ready to have that conversation. Have it at a time where you feel like you don't, you won't get too emotional, like too elevated. Mm -hmm. Um, Because emotions are allowed, but... As long as you feel like you can have like a a, a grown up conversation. Yeah. You know? I think it's important here too, the the approach. Yeah. Because since the write in didn't make it sound like it was certain that they knew, I think the Bree's correct that the approach needs to be a little bit well thought out on how you want to discuss it. Because I also think that's how you're going to get the most genuine information. Mm -hmm. And I think we're both just advocates of not speaking in anger because I also don't think it's productive and I don't think you accomplish anything. Right. Because you also just like black out when you're in anger, at least in my opinion. And I, I just feel like whenever I'm shouting and I'm screaming, I don't learn anything, think about anything, and I don't accurately, I can't get a good read on the person. So that's why I'm like, please just take some time to think about this. Maybe even write down what you want to address, how you want to address it. Absolutely. And then just read into their reaction because that's everything that you're going to know moving forward. If they're not, if they're not apologetic towards you, they don't take it seriously what happened, then I think you're completely within your right to uh, approach that relationship that you have with them in a different light. And that, and just, again, just because they're family, just because you're young, you don't owe them anything if they're not going to respect that part of your, I mean, your fucking life, your safety. Mm -hmm. But if it's something where, you know, they're really sorry, they, they seem like that was a genuine, honest mistake. It's not something they ever want to, you know, put your life in danger like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's talk. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. And it's not like, oh yeah, let me just stay the night at your house now. Right. Grandma. I feel so safe. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) What are you making for breakfast? No, it's not going to be like that. But I think it's maybe you can approach with caution. Yeah. And see how things go from there. And yeah, and just moving forward as well, when you have just questions for yourself in general, don't approach it with the family aspect. Approach it with, am I being treated like a human being? Am I being Mm -hmm. loved how a person should be loved? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just, how I'm trying to give yes, love. Yes, exactly. Yeah, is it being reciprocated? So, we love you. Yes, <laughs> stay safe. <laughs> I'm so sorry that this that you have this intolerance or this allergy. My advice to you also moving forward is making sure you're advocating for that too. Yeah, that your safety is known. Yeah, make your make it known. Be loud about it. Mm-hmm. It's your life, babe. <laughs> and we want you here. Yes. And if this is a family where food is the love language and it's, they're going to be offended if you're not eating what they made, one, that's not... It's fucking dumb. Yeah, that's not a good dynamic. But two, then they can make another version that does, that's love not going to kill way, you. Love me a different way, baby. <laughs> like when my younger sister was vegan, we made, for Thanksgiving and stuff, we would make another version that she can eat. 
So, because we love her and we still want to include her, we don't want to be like, okay, go over there and yeah. eat whatever. Go eat some french fries because right. that's all <laughs> we can think <laughs> to make for you. Seriously. But, so, yeah, there's, there's ways to show love mm-hmm. um, and respect of your boundaries. Yeah. So, hopefully they start doing that. Yeah. And uh, if you do feel comfortable in having this conversation when it is that you feel comfortable best of luck with that conversation and until then i think distance is fine yeah in my opinion you don't need to make up your my suggestion is don't make up your mind right away take some time to think about everything but i highly recommend approaching it and having a conversation with those involved and then making choices but if you need the time take it because this isn't an easy one to make yeah but i do applaud you for even speaking on it it's mm-hmm. hard to do especially at your age so i'm really proud of you for that yeah uh and i'm really happy that we got to talk to you yeah so thank but just take your time with it it's not easy and these are really tough conversations but also it's going to put you in a great place to keep advocating for yourself absolutely and having hard conversations moving forward and if anybody else has anything else they want to share with us like we said you can let us know email us roommates at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to our writers and to any new writers, you are welcome, please. Yes. We miss you guys. We just want to talk. Breeze, going to get it together by the next episode. I promise. <laughs> I promise. And if, and no, she'll be better. I'll make damn sure of it. I'm going to give her all the vitamins. <laughs> I'm really trying. <laughs> I don't want to be sick anymore. I hate mm. this. I get so mad when I get sick. It's not a good look. (laughs) It's so embarrassing. Who gets sick anymore? (laughs) So awkward. But we'll see you guys next time. (laughs) Bye.